Hello and welcome to Brewskies and Housekeys. I am Nicole Kostelecki. And I'm Nick Papantanakis. And we are here at Remax Alliance in Old Town Arvada. Colorado Proud Realtors. Yes. That's us. That is true. That's Broncos us. Pride. Broncos Pride. Uh, I am rocking it today. I don't know if you can see it. I'm wearing orange, so it's... You're wearing orange? Our, you can't orange. see our producer, engineer, uh, guru, Nico, but he is also rocking a killer Broncos shirt, ready to uh, ready to ride Broncos Nation. Uh, we have a game this evening against the Colts, um, and as we all know, when a Colt grows up, it becomes a Bronco, so we're looking forward to that um, hopeful victory this evening. I'm, You're going to the game. I'm going to the game. Yes, <sighs> I'm very excited. Where are you at? We'll look for you on TV. Yeah. I don't think I'm ever shown. I'm up in like... In the club level area. One of those fancy boxes. You're wi- yeah. Are you in Peyton Manning's box or is it the one next door? <laughs> can't remember. Next door, is. actually. <laughs> but, yeah, no, no. But we always try and get on the big screen. And in however long we've had these tickets, we have not succeeded I have, at I all. I find that very hard to believe. Okay. I... I don't. Depends I also on find the day. Hard depends to on so, how much alcohol. We yes. 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 Yeah. Given the brewskies and housekeys behavior uh, that we know and love yeah. from us, anyway. Yeah. Well, so I'm excited. It's, it's been an interesting so. start to the season. It has been. It has been. Interesting is a nice word. I think. Uh, but I think they're do. I mean, we're doing okay. It's not terrible. Not great. It's squeaker. Yeah, yeah. We'll find out. Each game goes the same. (laughs) It's just that we have ended the games with either a win or a loss. Like, we've gotten two wins out of the deal, which I don't understand. So, it's fine. Yeah, two and two. A little little cleaner. Yeah, tighten tighten up those screws. That would be nice. So, yeah. Watch the clock. Yeah, Yeah. well, we count them down sometimes. We, you can Which hear is, it on TV. I last know. Week. I that know. Was no, not last week. I think it was two weeks. Two ago. weeks ago. Because we only. It's only like That's their right. home games, right. right? And we were. We were doing them. Which you kind of feel bad about. You think that it might be embarrassing them. I don't know. But we do it anyway. It's called helping your team. We're helping them. Hundred percent. Yes. Hopefully, they're. I think they're getting there. I <laughs> I am a believer, and I've been a believer since I was born. So I'm yeah, just going to continue to believe. Same, same. That's just the way. It's the way of the fan. Yeah. Um, speaking of getting rowdy, we, for the month of October, yes, are somewhat going the other direction. I haven't quite started yet. And but... so uh, a term a term known as sober October <laughs> has taken over brewskies and housekeys a little bit. Um, so for these episodes, we're going to be featuring non-alcoholic beverages. Um, that sound is the opening of this delicious beverage we're drinking today. Uh, Nicole, yeah, please tell us. So it's Athletic Brewing Company. They're based out of San Diego, and they have all bunch of non-alcoholic beers. Basically, they have all different kinds. Um, I think I saw some that were lagers. This one's an IPA. They I know they have a hazy IPA. And they also have, like, some of the browns and stuff as well. So they have a very good selection. And then they also have seltzers, just, like, like sparkling water, but it's brewed with hops. So if you are also doing Sober October, I would definitely try these guys out. I This one's one of my favorites as far as not alcoholic beers go. It scratches the itch. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And this was inspired uh, partially, if you listened to last week's episode, we talked a little bit about... Um, you know, we all had a little time that we 
uh, took vacations, and uh, one of which was our producer Nico going to the home of bourbon whiskey in Kentucky, and subsequently, I don't know if this was planned or not, decided to do Sober October after that. So, um, but we all kind of decided, kind of, it's we'll, been busy. We'll See, take the we'll take the podcast that direction for a month. Why not? You yeah, know? I think it's a good idea. Yeah, it's not in Colorado. That's all right. You know, we love San Diego. We do love San Diego. I was just there. You were just there. I lived so, there for five years. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. reasons. There's reasons that we've got this back. one. There's a totally yeah. <laughs> worth checking out. Probably one of the easiest ones to find in your local uh, liquor store, especially cold. Especially cold. That's true. Yeah, which is important. So um, I would try it. I mean, it's nice. It, so it's you can taste the hops in it. It tastes like it, an IPA. It yeah. does have the IPA taste. Yeah. yeah, it's got a little bitterness on it. You know, it's it's easy drinking. Um, but it's, you know, less than their, their thing says less than 0.5% alcohol. by right. So that's a win. And it's only 65 calories. Boom. If you're Watching counting. That Perfect. <laughs> that's actually pretty good. We've actually been drinking a lot more of these at my house anyway. Um, so it'll be fun to kind of bring some of the other options around the next few weeks too, to, to sample those. But yeah, the, you are missing like the good alcoholic taste after. And the, you said it, it doesn't effects. quite quench my thirst as much as a real IPA would, but you said it's good. I love it. You like it. I absolutely love it. I think it's good. I, the nice thing about it is I'm less likely to drink a bunch of these because I'm not starting to feel loose after one or two. And that, like when I start feeling <laughs> real good after one or two, that's when I'm like, I'll have another All one. right, let's keep so, it yeah. going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I see that. So yeah, I mean, that's, that's the other good part about these. They kind of scratch that itch, but then... Then you're like, okay, I'll you're have some tea. There you go. And then go to bed. No, absolutely. At nine. Absolutely. That's you. You just described my whole <laughs> evening every evening. So there it is. So this week, uh, you guys are getting the pleasure of the market update. So our month of September just real uh, came to a close. Yep. And Denver Metro Association of Realtors put out the numbers for the month of September. So we are going to share all kinds of good stuff with y'all. Uh, and if you've listened to these before, pretty similar format. We're going to dive into kind of the numbers you can expect or could have uh, expected from the month of September on average home price, number of days on the market, all that good stuff. So first things first, overall, all residential, attached, and detached. Um, our uh, median home price for the month of September was 580000 Median means right smack dab in the middle. Um, that is hard. That's almost the exact same number. As August, I think it was 579,000. So we're talking yeah. just slightly under 1% increase from the previous month. Um, average home price in the Denver metro area was 671,000, uh, which is an increase from August as well. But we look at median to be more realistic for the whole market. Mm-hmm. And then breaking that out a little bit, detached versus attached, detached homes uh, actually had a decrease in the median price, which is nice for yeah. people seeing those price drops happen. Went down to 632000 That's 2% down from August. And then uh, the overall Denver metro area average price was at 745000 which is still, you know, just it's a it's an interesting number to, uh, <laughs> to try and wrap your head around a little bit there. Uh, and then for attached, that price actually uh, increased. That median price went up to 410000 which is an almost 3% increase from the previous month. So That kind of makes sense if you think about it, just because people's buying power is going down with the interest rates. And so I have noticed with some of my buyers kind of looking at more attached homes as opposed to detached. So it makes sense that there's maybe a little bit more competition and that price is going up. 
I right? could not agree more. I, th- I think we had a stretch of time where rates were so low that uh, we were just talking to another agent that works out of one of our offices about this, that that first time home buyer skipped the condo to town home to single family home move. They jumped straight to single family home, mm-hmm. which is great for them yeah, because awesome. they were able to get in. But that, that is not a, as, as easily available now for some right. of those people. So I think you're right. I right. think that really does affect that. That makes sense. Um, we are, you know, seeing those prices continue to be dropped kind of across the board, not just in Colorado, but definitely in the Denver metro area, um, you know, being able to see so many homes slashing prices. Um, and uh, overall, we are up uh, 9.43% compared to a year ago. So, you know, prices have increased overall right, year over year and you know what that means for current homeowners is their equity is increased even with things fluctuating and, and kind of shifting or having been shifted the way they have right so awesome and then diving into a little bit more of the numbers so the average days in the mls this last month was 26 days which is a huge increase so it increased 36.84 percent um, from the month of July. My, August. My, 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 <laughs> like, Either way, from both. From <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's from that the M- month non-alcoholic August. beer kicking in. That's what oh, it is. Oh, God. Yeah, so from the month of August. Um, and numbers, numbers are finally starting to, I think, reflect basically what we've been seeing in the day-to-day market. So we've talked about this in the past, how we didn't think they were quite caught up just because things haven't closed. But now that they have, we're starting to see those numbers and that's showing in the 26 days average. Yeah, we were we for the last few market updates we've talked about it, but the actual numbers that are published don't reflect it until they're until, until those they're homes closed. Close. So yeah. so yeah, it, it was going to take a little time for it to catch up. Yeah. But yeah, we're finally Looks like it is. 26 days isn't a shock to people now. Yep. Which is good. Exactly. And then just to dive in a little bit deeper, so the average days in MLS for detached homes was 28 and the average for attached homes was 23. Okay, and then when we ended the month of September, there was 7,683 active listings, which is up 10.72% from August month's end of inventory, which was at 6,939 homes. Overall, though, we are up 93.48% from last year at this time. Ticking up. That's, Ticking up that's quite a bit. Yep. Um, so with those 7,683 homes, we're at about 3.2 months of inventory. Something we haven't been able to say in over a year. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's been a very long time. Inventory was the word, the buzzword, when things were flying off the shelf and things were going to the market on a Friday and being sold by Monday. Um People just wasn't about keeping up. Not enough yeah. inventory. Well, now we're seeing everything's kind of balancing back out. Yeah, exactly. Um, last important note is interest rates as of October 3rd were at 6.75 for a 30-year conventional loan. So. Don't run screaming for the hills when you hear, uh, hear that number. It's not catastrophic. It's okay. It'll be all right. We're going to talk about why. <laughs> <laughs> Um, kind of first things first, what does this mean if you're out there trying to buy in this market? I think that that rate brings up a very good conversation or starts a very good conversation of that, you know, do you have a trusted lender that you are working with if you're out there looking to buy? Have you had a really honest conversation about what 
what is it that this market is doing? Mm-hmm. What can I do within this market? I think those are important questions to ask if your lender isn't bringing it up already. Right. Because you end up with obviously a lot more homes on the market. Prices might be increasing or decreasing. But a conversation I had just this last week with with a couple of buyers is you were looking at this range. Let's mm-hmm. call it, you know, 500000 Okay. And that was your max. Yeah. Well, now homes that were priced at five fifty and 600000 are being decreased because they're sitting. Right. So now you're seeing a higher quality home into your price range or, in, or the perceived higher quality home. Yeah. So they're getting the opportunity to see more things in their price range. And I think... As long as they can buy up that high. As long as they can buy up that high. And so... Um, I think that that matters a great deal to know what your lender says you can actually spend and have that real honest conversation and know where you fall because um, interest rates depend on your credit score. So Right. And really, look at those month to month numbers too, what your you know monthly payments are going to be. I think that's important. And uh, this is a broad stroke comment, but any lender worth their, their salt will work with you in that regard. They'll yes. look at what you can afford monthly and work their way backwards. Yes, exactly. That's just two real estate agents' opinions, but you know, we'll put it out there. Um, I think there's a lot more caution out there in uh, in buyer behavior as well. Um, number of homes on in inventory, I think, drives that a little bit. Uh, I do think that interest rate drives that a little bit. And also knowing that they can, they can take time. They don't have to rush. I know we've mm-hmm. talked about that in, in months past, but I think it's almost shifting from we're going to take our time and make an educated decision almost to being a, a little bit cautious in a lot of ways, seeing homes that get multiple multiple showings, dozens of showings before getting an offer. And I think that's that's becoming more and more real yeah. in, in this market as well. Um, and I do think that, you know, we talked about this in our, our sales meeting a little bit, but the, the option of just the, or the opportunity of the time of year as well. Has mm-hmm. really created that caution. I think anytime there's a year where there's an election coming up, even if it's not a major election, people change their behaviors. I'm going to wait and see. I'm going to wait and right. see. There's a little bit more caution around that too. So I think that's that's something that we can really think about. And the holidays are coming too, and it's a historically, t- uh, you know, it's a time for things to ease up a little bit and slow down on the buyer side. So mm-hmm. um, keep in mind too that uh, you know we we talk a lot about the resale market, attached, detached homes. We don't talk a ton about new builds. But I think new builds and builders are really reflecting the change in the market as well. And they are adjusting their prices accordingly. So some of those new build opportunities that we've seen in the Denver metro area have decreased their pricing. They are. I mean, the ones that we did that episode on of new builds, I've gone to them both recently and they both have decreased their price, their base price. And then they're also offering things like $10,000 in your, um, what did they call it? Like the new build marketplace where they can... Do the design center. Custom. Yeah. Things. Nice. Exactly. So See? there's different offerings that they're doing. Very interesting. Yeah. So I think that's something not to rule out. If you're not sure if you want to go new build or uh, a resale, you know, home, mm-hmm. I think it's important to look at all options. Because you can lock in the rate too for the year. And I, at least the one I was just talking to, they'll let you drop it down once depending on. So there's know. some really good opportunities. Yeah. That's yeah. Big. They're they're starting to open up and work more with buyers. Yeah. So buyers don't freak out. Talk to your agent, trust your agent and come to the right conclusion. Right. Exactly. All right. So um, for sellers, what does this mean? Well, as we've been always saying, you need to make sure you're pricing your home correctly. It's very important. 
um, you know, to make sure you are looking at all the com- competitives or the comparative homes in your market and see what they're priced at before you go ahead and price yours. Um, so trusting the research that your agent is doing is just very important. It's, I mean, we we aren't just throwing it at the wall to see if it's statistic. No, 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 no. We're looking... We're looking at, obviously, historic data. Once you do go on the market, then the market will speak, right? Absolutely. But I know, I happen to know that Nicole is the queen of research. And so the the, the digging (laughs) that she has done to be able to to decide, I mean, not just in the last 30 days, the last 60 days, looking back a year ago, looking back a few years ago, you know, realistic historic data that can tell us a little bit more about a market that is like this one. Right. To get a proper pricing right. exactly. plan. I mean, that's huge. It's very important. Doing the work. I do like my numbers. You do like your numbers. I am a nerd. <laughs> um, and then the other thing to say is, you know, the market isn't shifting. It it really, it has shifted. So um, make sure that those expectations are there. You know, your house may be sitting on the market for a little bit longer. Um, you might need to have a few more showings. Make sure you're doing the marketing out to all prospective buyers. Um, the other thing I have noticed is also be realistic when it comes to inspection. So, of course, before you put your house on the market, you really do want to make sure you have your house in good shape. If it's, you know, if you're not able to do so, be realistic when you get that inspection objection because buyers are asking for more. And I that's, have noticed. Yeah, and that's becoming more and more common because they can. They mm-hmm. They have a little bit of that negotiation power. So I think you're right. Yeah. And then, you know, going back on the marketing piece, make sure that as you're writing or your agent is writing the MLS listing um, description that they're doing a good job, I guess. Yeah, Yeah. I mean. Make sure you're highlighting the important facts of the house that you like the best. That's what, you know, I try to do. Okay, what's your favorite part? Oh, the views are spectacular. Well, point that out. Make sure people know that. Huge backyard or, yeah. you know, the professionally landscaped or whatever it may be. Yeah. Brand new kitchen. Great no- neighborhood. Quiet cul-de-sac. Yeah. Kudos. So Those highlight are, your important things. you got to let the photographer know, too. That as well. Yes. Very good point, actually. That's making sure that you're not just highlighting it because you, you think it or they think it, that it's showing. Yeah. Yeah. So if you didn't hear him, Nico said to make sure the photographer knows so that they can show it in the pictures as well. Because let's be honest, people like to look at the pictures more than read, I think. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. That is so true. It it's is. so true. It is. Sometimes All the more reason why right a professional over. photographer is important right. too. And right. not slapping up you cell phone know, your, pictures. Your cell There's phone no, pictures. I haven't seen quite as many these I know. days. I know. People are taking why. the time. <laughs> so. They're taking the time. Yeah. So I think outside of that, um, looking at just, you know, overall different markets. Last month, we talked about different price range markets, you know, the luxury market, the premier market, and different things like that. So those were different windows of price ranges. Honestly, all those are... We're still are, seeing very similar. Yeah, they're, across they're all the board. very, very similar. So I yeah. think that's just probably the trend of, of the Denver metro area too. Exactly. Um, but one thing to point out is that that, that new that first time homebuyer range, we can mm-hmm. call it that, you know, the 300 to 499,000. So just on 300 to 500. Yeah. Um, had the lowest, lowest number of days on market, right? Um, average at fourteen. So you compare the twenty six to that fourteen. That's that's significant. Yeah. So that kind of goes back to and ties back into what we were talking about at the beginning of the podcast, where that is still seeming to have more competitiveness. Yep, and I think that's that's 
positive for those that are first-time home buyers, but it's also um, potentially what we're, where we're going to see the most traffic for the next yeah. foreseeable future until um, things settle in a little bit more on rates and all the other different factors. So, <laughs> so many. So many factors. Yeah. Awesome. So that's it. That's market that's update for September. For September. Um, we love that you listened. We appreciate it. What to plug. Let's plug all the things. Uh, thank you to Athletic Brewing uh, because this is delicious. Well, and I don't think we said this one that we're trying was Run Wild. I don't know if we said that. The Run it's Wild the IPA. IPA. So. Very, very good. Their website's got a lot of different information about them on there too. Pretty cool. Uh, so thank you guys for that. Uh, website is live. I'm going to say it even though it's silly to say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. It's www.brewskiesandhousekeys.godaddysites.com. Um, the brewskis, make sure you spell it I-E-S because we did that. Um, so we can differentiate for sure. So make sure you uh, you get on there and Is check us out. Is that how you spell it anyways? Um, I don't know. I've seen, no. I've seen it without the E. Really? I looked up other podcasts that had the word brewskis in it, which there are a few. None that are talking about real okay. estate though. So, yeah, well. But they all did it with an I-S. I like IES. I think IES makes more sense. Grammatically. Grammatically, yes. (laughs) But as always, if you like uh, what we're doing here, please hop on the website, check us out. Go to our YouTube page. We found out that um, we can definitely get some more subscribers there. We can always use more subscribers, but uh, we would love to to get the traffic there along with liking us and subscribing to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, We always appreciate the support. Thank you to everyone who has supported us thus far. Uh, shout out to my sister who just told me she subscribed the other day. Thanks, Tina. Thanks, um, Tina. <laughs> and we'll continue churning out the uh, the good stuff for you guys. Let's go, awesome. Broncos. go Broncos! Go Broncos! Cheers! Cheers! <laughs>